Welcome to the Heaping Scoop Podcast, where balance meets lifestyle, the best place to get your mind and body in shape, with your hosts, Andrew Shepard and Bryce Wiggins. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing mental health in lieu of Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May. So to get us started, Bryce, I have a question for you. So when you think of just health and wellness in general, what comes to mind? Like, like be honest, like what comes to mind when you think about being healthy? Like the first three things off the top of your head. Uh, when I think of mental health. No, not um, mental I... health. Not men- Just being healthy on a whole. Like oh. what comes to mind? Um, nutrition, fitness, gym. Those are off, right. off the top of my head right now. Yeah. So you would say that mental health isn't something that you would that you subconsciously think about as determining if you are healthy or not, correct? Yeah, not the first thing, no. But you would agree that it's a very important thing. Yeah, of course. I, I just don't think a lot of people talk about it. Um like openly, they don't talk about it, you know. Yeah, so before we get into the topic for today. I'm just going to give like a background on what I think mental health is. So I feel like a lot of people, when they think of mental health, they will just think about like whether or not you have a mental illness or not. But I think it's more than that. Mm -hmm. So people might think, oh, I'm I'm mentally healthy if I don't have bipolar disorder. I know that's a little extreme or depression or stuff like that. But I think it goes a lot deep. It it goes a lot deeper than that. And that's what we're here to discuss today. Yeah, I think they associate um, mental health with like all the illnesses or problems or issues that may come of it rather than you thinking clearly or you, you know, having good interactions and staying active and all the things that make up, you know, a clear um, picture and mindset that you want to ultimately have in your life. And I I heard you mention this word earlier, taboo with regards to mental health. Do you think that mental health in society today is considered a taboo topic? I think it's getting to a place where it's more open um, in talks of like, you know, in in respect to like uh, how you should, I guess, talk about your emotions in that sense. And that's only one, you know, aspect of mental health in general. But I do think it's it's becoming more more of an open topic. But overall, I think it has in the past, at least, it has been um, a taboo type of topic to talk about in in you know today's society, at least. Um, I don't know. It's it's something that like some people do it, some people don't. It just depends on the person. And a lot of people keep their emotions inside, and that's most likely not the best thing to do. I'm assuming you agree okay, with and that. Going off of that, I agree with that. And I think going off of that, I think that when people start to think about their own health, people need to start to incorporate mental health under that umbrella, umbrella of just like health on a whole, like you said, your diet your nutrition, working out, stuff like that, because, and I especially feel I didn't suffer with it 
during the pandemic. But I know a lot of people said that they did suffer with mental health during the pandemic, and it yeah. may have like caused them to feel a certain way being inside all the time. I I was fine with it, but that's just my perspective. Yeah, I think I think for me, like COVID was probably one of the worst times. Like when you couldn't go outside, because I want, I just wanted to do things outside or like, not that I couldn't go outside. It's just like, I wanted yeah. to interact with people and like, go see my friends and, and do things, you know, when you couldn't, you couldn't go yeah. to restaurants, you couldn't uh, go to a movie, you couldn't, you know, go to a, a public park, even it was so annoying. Um, that was one of the times I was kind of it was kind of depressing and it was kind of like very limiting to what you could do. Obviously, um, you know, staying inside is, is can be harmful to, to someone that is very active and lives a very active lifestyle, especially if it all stops. But that's not to say you can't, you know, shift things and adapt to that, that new lifestyle that, you know, comes of that. So, a lot of people did end up thriving through COVID, you know, and that's just one one um, instance, right? But other instances where you may feel, you know, you may feel down emotionally, you kind of have to pick yourself back up and realize and say to yourself, like, I can do this, I can get through this. And it's more of a mental game at that point where you now need to shift your mindset in order to get out of that rut, out of that situation, that bad situation that you feel um, needs to be changed for the better. That's a good point there. And I just want to bring up, a, I have a picture on the side here, and it has these six things that incorporate mental health under it. And I think that we'll just talk about them very briefly, each of them very briefly. So the first one is social connection. And I think that one is what people felt the most when they were locked up during COVID, the lack of social connection they were able to get with people. Apart from COVID, you know, like I, I still think people are kind of um, very timid in social situations um, purely because maybe they grew up without it and that's just kind of become the norm for them. Um, and I think a lot of people, they may feel very more individualistic in terms of their mindset and doing things just alone, which is totally fine. But I think there comes a point you need that social connection or social interaction to really enhance your mood and how you're feeling about, you know, I guess the small wins or small achievements of whatever you want to reach in, in your life and in your lifestyle. Um, whether that be, you know, the goals that you set out for yourself, or maybe that just means, um, say you go to the gym and you want to gain 10 pounds of lean muscle mass and you want to show that off. If you're just, you know, kind of keeping that to yourself, like, Oh, I'm very happy with myself. Um, it could be very limiting, um, for that person, but it all depends. You know, it's, it's something that you need in your life to kind of enhance your overall mood and your overall mental health with social inter interactions. And I guess the next one here is staying active. And I feel like that goes in tandem with just being healthy in general. And it also is beneficial to your mental health. 
Yeah, like staying active, like most of the time, like if you're not a very active person, all you need is, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minute walk every single day. And you'll feel a lot, um, a lot better in terms of your mental clarity. Okay. So 10 to 15 minute walk, I think will will get the job done, especially if you're not going to the gym and you're not exercising regularly. And the next one they have here, which I think is like a very important one that a lot of people face is managing stress, whether that be being stressed out at work, mm-hmm. at home, or just in any other set, just in any other situation. Stress is a very important factor in determining your mental health. And we did a whole episode talking about it. So you can go and check that out. And the next one we have brain healthy diet. Okay. And that could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but essentially what that is, is just eating foods that are nutrient dense for brain health. You know, a lot of people talk about foods such as, you know, almonds, cashews, pecans, walnuts, um, a lot of the healthier fats, omegas, omega three. So like that's your fish oils. So a lot of fish in your diet, all will help build a more clear mind and mental clarity when you're eating those foods. And you'll feel a lot better in terms of your nutrition and overall energy levels. Yeah, nutrition goes hand in hand with quality sleep. You know, I'm a victim of not always getting a good night rest, and I'm sure Andrew isn't. Um, But let's not downplay sleep in general, because I think that's one of the most powerful things that, you know, a lot of people tend to, to judge, especially because not a lot of people know how to, you know, I guess, maintain some type of environment that's, that's quiet, it's dark, and you're not distracted, all you're doing is focusing on sleep and getting, you know, a good night's rest, especially if you're not, you know, going to bed, same time waking up around the same time it will you know bring a lot of dysfunction to your circadian rhythm and again we did do an episode on sleep featuring um our now or soon to be dr abdullah saeed so get give that one a a listen it's very interesting of, of what he learned and his insights um so yeah good quality sleep good for clarity, mental clarity, and you'll feel a lot more awake, especially if you get a good night's rest. Um, And to follow that next one here, and the last um, kind of pillar of mental health is meaning and purpose. Now, there's a lot of literature on meaning and purpose. Um, one that I can give you that I feel is a very good, um, I guess, gauge or exercise, if you will, um, to, you know, a a writing exercise that you guys can kind of follow is Ikigai. So the word Ikigai stems from a Japanese word or concept, meaning a reason for being. So that is essentially your purpose in life. And it breaks it down into these four quadrants, okay? And it's almost like a Venn diagram. And if you guys look up Ikigai, 
It's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. Okay, and it breaks it down into these, these four quadrants of passion, mission, vocation, and profession. Okay, so what you want to do is kind of block each of those out in terms of so what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you are good at. And all those um, will come together of in terms of your ikigai, so your meaning. And based on what you wrote in all four of those quadrants, you can kind of relate it to one central topic of what you want to accomplish in life and what your your overall mission in life is. Okay, hence your ikigai, your purpose, your being um, of what you want to get out of this lifetime. So I think that's a good start starting point of, you know, finding what you like to do, what you're good at, what what others need from you and what you can kind of build a lifestyle around. Okay, I think those things are essential to who we are as a person and what we can offer as a person. Okay. And that's one thing, part of finding meaning and purpose. And, you know, a lot of people coming out of, I, I guess I can relate to this as well. And I'm sure, I'm sure you can as well, Andrew, um, and others listening is that, you know, coming out of college, you may not have a direction of where you want to go. And if you don't go to, to a university or, or college, coming out of high school, even, you may not have some direction to, to go. So I think it's a good building block of finding, finding a place where, you know, you feel comfortable doing something you feel comfortable doing. And if you want to reach a certain level, and you don't have the resources to do so, I think finding people within that profession, within that lifestyle that you kind of want to follow the same passions, that you find yourself, you know, enjoying and and you enjoy doing. I think that's a way to find, you know, that purpose. And it may not end up being something that you like doing or you feel or you want to I guess attach meaning to. So I think finding a mentor in that space that you kind of want to go down the path the pathway of maybe it's a different career path that you you kind of want to see yourself in um i think that's a great way to reach out to that person say hey can i mentor you or can you be my mentor sorry um and can i help you and support you and all i want to do is learn and i think if you come from a curious mindset then i think you'll get a lot more things done and you'll find what you're looking for in the long term. So that's one thing, Ikigai, finding a mentor in that space. And I think overall, just finding things that you enjoy doing. And if, if that's something you want to do and you want to create a lifestyle and career out of, then I'd say go for it. So one statistic that I found online that I did find was somewhat alarming was that one in five Americans suffer with their mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is, that's a lot, actually, if you think about it, because there's a lot of people in the U.S. And um, if they don't yeah. vocalize um, 
their issues or their emotions, whatever they're suffering from, um, that's that's not good. And one of the reasons why I think that it's so prevalent is because a lot of people don't deal with it because they do think that if they were to go and talk to somebody like a friend or family member about it, mm-hmm. they'll get dismissed as just, oh, you're just crazy. Right. Like if you tell somebody you're having mental health issues, I think that there's a most, I wouldn't say most people, but some people might have a fear of being labeled as a crazy person by who they're trying to confide in. So they just keep it in and it just deteriorates over time. Yeah. Well, I would say deteriorate. I mean, I would say it grows, if anything, you know. It grows, yeah. Yeah. It grows. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess, and I, like you, you mentioned, you mentioned this to me um, off the recording that, you know, a lot of the media is, you know, I guess putting names or putting tags on what is and what isn't considered, you know, an issue, especially if it comes or, or especially if it deals with um, some type of mental health issue that is serious, you know, because like if you, I guess, look at, you know, media and you look at, uh, you know, films they can lay they can easily label oh that person is is crazy or that person's going wild like they they don't they're not right in the head and i think it can kind of desensitize you know the the this is wow it can desensitize us to think oh that person's crazy just because they made a a bad decision or they made a wrong decision um when in reality all it is is just you know a simple mistake, you know, everyone makes mistakes, no one's perfect. So you just kind of have to deal with it. Not to say that um, some problems are, you know, to a certain degree than others, like a higher degree than others. But at the end of the day, it's it's just one thing or the other. And, and it can, it can really, it can really bash those who have actual problems at the end of the day. And I think that's not the way to approach things, um, especially when you're talking about media and and different social, you know, outlooks of what is considered um, bad or good. I guess one last question and take that I have here is that we are in mental health month, correct? Yeah. Yep. Do you, do you think that there should be more awareness brought towards mental health all around the year and not just at a specific month because it's almost like we just focus on it for one month and then it just vanishes in the back of our head and it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I think, so I think putting a month, or right, like, you know, it's almost like, say, the whole, like a whole month is a holiday. But in this sense, it's bringing more awareness. And I think that's a good thing um, to kind of show recognition to people that may suffer with, you know, mental health. But at the same time, I do think it's something that you should focus on or reevaluate, you know, from time to time, you know, periodically, like say every month, you kind of sit down, you're like, what am I doing? Am I in the right headspace? Where's my mindset? Where's my focus? And how can I achieve more? If that's, you know, if there's goals associated with 
the year or each month that you have, you know, and maybe even quarterly, quarterly goals that you want to reach. So I think sitting down with yourself and kind of reevaluating what you have currently and how you can get better, I think is a, a certain way that people can approach um, more mental clarity and just knowing that they have some type of mission and goal that they're trying to reach, especially if it's their passion that's driving them to do so. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and review each episode and follow us on social media. Stay fit and keep grinding.